This is Reimagine Law, a podcast about legal education and careers to help students navigate their career choices. Welcome to Reimagine Law and welcome to our mini-series of Development Hacks. Now in this first um, episode on our mini-series, we're going to be looking at personal development. What is it and where do you start with personal development? So over to you, Kerry and Nigel. In this Development Hacks series, we're going to help people with the how. And Kerry, I know we've been thinking about how we've seen people succeed in the past, tips and ideas on perhaps the most effective ways we've seen people develop themselves. Um, so I think where we wanted to start was actually, well, actually, perhaps that's the question, Kerry. Where should people start? What's the most important thing to start with? Yeah, it's a, it's a very good question. Um, I think ultimately it starts with you. It's, it's your responsibility. Mm. Uh, your own development is your personal responsibility. Only you will get you where you want to get to, um, ultimately. Um, and I think at heart we all we all know that to be the case, but it's very easy as um, as we sort of progress into the world of work to almost expect um, things to come to us, uh, you know, and, and be put on a plate for us. And uh, I hear a lot from my clients, you know, that they people are employees. Um, they, they want us to tell them how to develop, where their learning needs are. They want us to provide, you know, a myriad of training opportunities um, and, and not even think through you know, what the priority should be for, for you as an individual. Hmm. Um, so, you know, some of us, it, it does come naturally, you know, we do, we do just naturally take responsibility for it. But for, for most of us, we have to, especially in a busy world of work, take a step back and think, mm. Hold on a minute, where am I going? What am I trying yeah. to achieve here? And not just the next step, but you know, the next two steps along. So you're, you're sort of planning longer term. Um, and in order to do that, you really do need to um, you know, take some time to reflect on, on you know, your, your development needs and where you want to improve. I think that's a really important point, Kerry, because so many times I used to find myself saying to people, don't forget, first of all, it's your career. So, you know, it needs to be tailored to you. You need to, I know we always talk about this phrase owning your career, but you need to be proactive about it. You know, no one's going to think this through for the, for yourself. And I think you made a great point there also about thinking two steps ahead. So that was the best bit of advice someone once gave me. They said, don't just think about your next role, but think about the role after that. So think about, okay, what might that next thing give to me in terms of skills or, you know, it follows my interests, but also where might that take me take me to a step after that as well? So I think that thing about, pers- about the responsibility, that it's very much yours, which of course is the opportunity as well. The opportunity is to think through, actually, where do I want, where do I want to go? But if I was to say who are the people I've seen, first of all, be fulfilled, but also enjoy their careers and, and the way they've developed, it's, it's not by being reactive to it. And I think that's, that is a mistake. You're quite right. So all of people listening who perhaps are going into a big organization or, or whatever, of course they have a big, you know, I used to run one of the learning development functions. So sure, there's a big learning function. They'll put on lots of stuff for you or offer you lots of stuff. But what do you need? And what do you really, you know, what do you, you really need to develop? I think is a really good question to start with, Kerry. I agree. And Kerry, another thing I, I know we've talked about in the past that leads me on to the thought about playing to strengths as well. And there's been all this discussion over the last few years about, you know, should we try and be good at a little bit of everything or should we play to our strengths? How do you see that? Um, I, I think that it's, it's really important to understand and acknowledge uh, where your skill gaps are. Yeah. Uh, and also, you know, some of, some of the 
um, the more behavioural aspects of how you how you go about work yes. well. So it's not just technical skills. It's that personal. It's that personal um, enhancement of, of how you go about interacting with other people. Mm. Um, so being being mindful of of, of that is, is really important, and and always seeking to improve is is a great mindset to have. But I think. Also, just focusing on things that do give you your energy. Um, yes. So, as you said, great word. Yeah. That give yeah. you energy um, would will ensure that actually you'll you'll be far far um, better at what you do by focusing on the things that you more naturally enjoy mm. and you can be um, more you can excel essentially in those areas of strengths rather than yeah. trying to. Um, sort of bring up a development area to a, almost like an average standard. If you're focusing on where you're naturally good and you, you naturally get your energy, then ultimately you could have the opportunity to, to excel even further. Um, and, and I think that that is a really, really important thing to, to bear in mind because also often when we're, through, when we're talking about development, when we're thinking about development, when we're having conversations at work, you know, whether it's an appraisal time or a check-in conversation with your manager, the natural tendency is to think about what you can improve upon, you know, yeah. what, what, what didn't go quite so well and what you could improve upon and where your gaps are. Um, and, and all too often, we, um, we don't really give enough time to what we've done well and where mm. we are getting our energy from and where we want to kind of build and enhance that further. Um, and, and that's missing a trick, really, because, yeah. you know, you could go through the, your world of work always feeling like you're not good enough or you, you're constantly trying to fill, fill these gaps and spaces and these areas of development where it's actually acknowledging where you want to focus. It also helps you shape your path as well because yeah, yeah. you can that step back and think, actually, you know, I do enjoy doing that type of work. I am good at that kind of work. Um, and I want to utilise those skills more in my work. So where does that take me in terms of my career? Uh, how do I how do I navigate those next steps, focusing on those strengths? Yeah, it's really interesting, Kay, because just you know, autobiographical, just a quick thought is that I remember what you know in one phase of my career, you know, I really enjoyed um, I really enjoyed an advisory role I was doing, but actually after a number of years of doing it, I realised the bits I would love doing, all the bits around the edges of the job, all the more people-related aspects, the, you know, whether it was graduate recruitment, doing the interviewing, doing little training courses for people, working internationally. I think it's really interesting, and, you know, it might be an idea for perhaps the listeners to jot down. You know, when you stop and think, actually, what do you enjoy? I know this sounds really super basic, doesn't it? But what do you actually enjoy around, and what, where do you get the chance to, to do that in the role you're currently in, or some of the jobs you're looking at as well. But I mean, Kerry, you work a lot, you know, again, on the recruitment side as well. So I guess people need to think about this, you know, almost before they go somewhere. Again, it's your point about one or two steps ahead. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. And, and I think when you're thinking about how you go about learning and yes. you know, filling, your, filling your toolkit, we use that word quite a lot, don't we, throughout <laughs> the podcast, but filling your toolkit, um, it's about... Um, having variety within that yeah keeping it fresh for yourself you know thinking about what are the what are the quick wins what are those little learning snacks as we call them um that you can bite <laughs> off as you go along um, yeah. that, that keep keeps you replenished keeps you developing 
but then also making it to your point around that longer term view what are the bigger meals that you need to have along the way <laughs> very nice i like the culinary metaphor here. so without uh, making our listeners feel hungry but but this is really key actually you know varying varying the learning diet i think as we were saying is is really critical and i think Kerry, another thing for me is think really broadly about how you develop and almost what, think broadly about what development is as well. I mean, yes, of course you can go on a training course. So, you know, the classic thing, but think about all the other things you can do, whether it's about discussing with someone, it's about going and visiting someone in another department and having a chat with them or building your network somewhere, or it's about going on to convent somewhere, or it's about, I don't know, you know, being mentored. And we'll come to some of these, I think in, in subsequent episodes, but, but that varying point and actually how you learn as well, actually thinking through how you learn is, is, is really important. And I think all the things we've been talking about will really help you think about almost the owning your career, because it's, all, it's almost about the how you need to develop, but almost, almost where, how you set your direction and the fact that you know it's got to be you that does this as well, that actually looks forward and plans it all. Yeah, absolutely. Coming full circle, isn't it? And, and having that awareness of it. I think we're going to obviously in the, in the subsequent um, podcasts as we're, as we're terming development hacks, um, pick off some of those points, aren't we? You know, we're going to yeah. talk about you know, your own learning styles and preferences and we're going to talk about um, you know, being much more conscious of your learning, um, especially in, 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 a, in a remote um, world or, or hybrid world that we're, we're all living in at well, the moment. Quite, you know, yeah. We don't have access necessarily to, to in-person training events. Um, and, and, and those different elements of, of learning, whether that's, you know, experiential, whether that's through networks, whether that's mm. through mentor or coach, you know, there's all sorts of um, uh, exposure that you can get to different learning opportunities that aren't necessarily obvious, um, you know, at the beginning. Yes. And, and I think, again, you know, going to that point around um, not just focusing on your technical skills, but your own personal yeah, absolutely. skills, you know, how you want to hold yourself, how you want to approach um, your career and your interactions with other people um, is, is as important, I think, as the technical skills. Um, and and it's interesting. the organizations that I work with are really holding that out in much, much greater significance. Um, yeah, just a, it just made me think, Kerry, there was a really interesting blog by McKinsey <clears throat> recently where they talked about you know, getting away from this um, on the skill point, getting away from this concept of soft skills, which I think neither you or I think is a particularly appropriate term, to actually think about, they call them durable skills, because they're ones that are going to stay with you and be relevant throughout your career. Yes, there's your technical expertise, but, you know, how you communicate, how you build networks, how you, how you interact with others, all of those things become mission critical. Okay, I'm conscious of, we're making these mini bites. So, Kerry, just to leave, leave people with a couple of initial thoughts, and that's it. I guess there's something there about owning owning it and it's being down to your responsibility you talked about strengths a lot so i guess perhaps reflect on your strengths as well perhaps there's a thought for people almost to say have a you know just a bit of journaling practice for them thinking about thinking about your strengths if you're listening to this and there are carry i think some tools out there as well perhaps even some free ones on the internet of those almost strengths finder type type tools mm -hmm. as well that you can access too so perhaps for listeners you know think about your strengths um, but also go out and do some perhaps one of those psychometric tools about those as well. Thanks very much. Okay, well, um, we'll speak soon. Thanks, Maggie.